0: Whether you're a pro athlete, an exhausted parent, or you spend all day in an office chair, CBDMD wants to give you the support you need to make it through the day. CBD Freeze and Recover are an outstanding duo of topical products with specialized formulas to provide targeted relief where it matters most. And to make it even easier to try Freeze, Recover, and every other CBD MD product, you can take 25% off your next order when you use the promo code NBA at checkout. Once again... That's CBDMD.com, promo code NBA for 25% off your purchase of superior CBD products from CBDMD. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic
1: Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team
0: every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is February 10th, 2021. My name is Neil Ross Mike editor over at at underscore. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, the Magic lose again and they take another loss and that's all the losses we're going to take for now, but another injury, hopefully not one that is long-term, but one that still has put the Magic in an impossible situation. We'll talk about the Magic's loss to the Portland Trailblazers, plus how difficult things really are for the Orlando Magic right now. We'll get to all that coming up here in just a moment, but before we do any of that, I do want to remind you all you can check out all the great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network by searching Gravity download podcasts for Locked On and the team you're looking for. Just like this podcast here covering the Orlando Magic with excruciating detail, this podcast covering every single team in the NBA with the same level of care and detail that you can only find from a local expert who knows their team best. Want the lowdown on the Portland Trail Blazers as Carmelo Anthony passes Oscar Robertson on the all-time scoring list? Check out Locked On Blazers, Want to look ahead to Thursday's game against the Golden State Warriors? Check out Locked On Warriors. If you want the post parade recap of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers' celebration of their Super Bowl championship, check out Locked On Bucks. No matter what your team is, whether it's in the NBA, NFL, NHL, MLB, or college too, there is a Locked On podcast for you to search for every download podcast for Locked On in the team you're looking for the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. I'm not going to fault the Orlando Magic's fight. Um, I think the one thing that we can all agree on coming out of uh, Tuesday's 106-97 loss to the Portland Trailblazers is the Magic had plenty of fight in them. This is a game where they struggled from the start um, and eventually got loose with their turnovers and with their three-point defense and Portland took advantage to take as much as a 15-point lead early on, but Portland never ran away with this one. It looked like they were going to for a while. Uh, but they never ran away with it. Uh, and, and Terrence Ross went on a little flurry to bring the deficit to within seven at the half. So, this nothing we're going to say today is about the F- Magic's fight. Um, that's that's going to be the truth of this. Um, the effort for the Magic is there. They're trying. They're playing hard. They're doing... Their best, you know, not perfect, you know, obviously, and, and and the same saying still, still goes, they have to play better. Like that it's, it's it's it's, they have to play better. But the magic, just, they don't have the firepower. I mean, it's 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 that simple. It's 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 lack of talent. It's it's lack of organization. It's it's they don't have the firepower. To get this done, um, or at least do it consistently, which is which is what this NBA, which is what the NBA season is about. It's not about what you can do in one game; it's about what you can do consistently. But the fight's there. Uh, let's make that really clear. Um, the Magic had Cole Anthony go down in the second quarter uh, with a strange shoulder. Um, it, hopefully, it doesn't look. Hopefully, it's not too serious. But it's hard to imagine that he's going to play on Thursday against Golden State. Um, which again, now you'll be down to just Frank Mason as the only point guard on the roster going up against Stephen Curry. So that doesn't look great. Um, and Cole was playing an okay game. Um, you know, I thought he was doing well. The Magic actually put him on Damien Lillard for long stretches, and, and I didn't think he did terrible, terribly there. So it, it's it, things are disappointing in that he was making some serious progress, um, very clear progress, and the Magic were giving him a lot more to do, and, and he was, you know, doing pretty well with it, I felt like. um, But the Magic just, as much as they stayed in this game, as much as they fought, they were never really in it. Um, they got it down to seven at the half, but Portland quickly extended that lead back out to 11, 13 points, and, and that's really where it stayed. You know, maybe the Magic got it to eight on occasions, maybe the Magic, you know, Looked like they were going to make a run, but every time they did, Portland would just extend that lead back out. Um, every time Orlando got close or looked like they were getting ready to make a push, the the lead just slipped away from them. But, you know, credit to Portland. You know, Gary Trent Jr. had the big run in the first quarter. Damian Lillard had a big run in the third quarter. Carmelo Anthony kind of finished things off in the fourth. The... The Magic just couldn't get over the hump. Again, it's not for lack of trying. Nikola Vucevic asked coach Steve Clifford to keep him in the game, and so Vucevic played the entire second half. And essentially, the Magic ran their entire offense through him. Um, essentially, the Magic Magic's game plan was post up Nikola Vucevic or... Have Terrence Ross come across a curl? Like they didn't have much else to do. And Steve Clifford said after the game that the most disappointing aspects for him of the Magic second half was the times the Magic didn't go to Vucevic, or when the Magic went to Vucevic, he reposted and they went away from it. That 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 should tell you everything you need to know about where this team is at. The, the fact of the matter is, without Vucevic, this offense doesn't come close to functioning. Um, you know, you, you know. I know a lot—most of the debates I've been having with fans um, after this game was about Mo Bamba, and just frankly, I, I get why everyone is obsessed with Mo Bamba and wants him to play, but the reality is Mo Bamba ain't changing this team's fortunes. It's literally just you want to throw a young player out there, which again, that's— Lot of lot of benefit to that. I, I don't I don't disagree with that. I do think Bomba should be playing at this point, but um, it's it's not getting better. Um, and, and the Magic are having to rely on there's only starter left at this point. I mean, think about it. Evan Fournier was out Tuesday with back spasms. Four of the Magic's five preferred starters are not playing, and so frankly, I could go over results of this game. I can tell you the Magic played some really solid defense. I I think the Magic also got incredibly lucky on some some missed shots. Um, But the Magic played some solid defense. They held one of the best offenses in the league to 106 points. Clifford's absolutely right to say that there is something to build on in this game. I thought the Magic's energy, intensity, and effort were fine. They just don't have the offensive weapons or the depth right now to compete consistently. That doesn't mean you don't keep trying. It doesn't mean you don't keep pushing. It doesn't mean you Uh, Don't try to win, but that's the reality the Magic are facing. Um, I don't have much more to add about this game. Nikola Vucic was brilliant, if not forcing things, missing some shots early that that he needed to make to, to give the Magic a good base, but his second half performance was nothing short of heroic, even as he was missing shots from clear fatigue, as much as he probably won't admit to it. The magic just don't have much else to turn to. And, and that's that's the biggest issue that the magic face, as much as anything else. I do want to talk about the impossible situation the magic are in and, and how the magic are dealing with it. Coming up here in just a moment, but we'll go through the box score here first uh in, in just a moment again. But first, gotta get the ad read in. This episode is brought to you by 1010. Now You may have read about this in the New York Times, in Style Magazine, or Forbes, and we're excited to tell you a little bit more about it. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 one-of-a-kind engagement rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 design masters of each produced a uniquely beautiful commitment ring, and they're available now exclusively at BlueNile.com. But when they're gone, they are gone. We all know that the diamond engagement ring is iconic. It's a timeless expression of the deepest commitment between two people. And with 1010, it's been beautifully re-envisioned in the hands of 10 modern designers working exclusively with sustainably sourced diamonds. If you're ready to make a mark or mark a special commitment or looking for a unique and meaningful way to celebrate Valentine's Day, you're definitely going to want to check this out. Again, this exciting
1: Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: We're covering everything you need to know about the Orlando Magic here on Locked On Magic. But what about the rest of sports? Now the Locked On Podcast Network has you covered there as well with Locked On Today. It's hosted by the great Peter Bikowski, and it's all the sports news you need every morning in less than twenty minutes. Subscribe to the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get podcasts. Let's run through the final box score for the Orlando Magic. Like, like I said, just not a lot about this game. The Magic just so racked with injuries. Um, it's it's just it's it's impossible to gain any knowledge about this team or say anything uh, of permanence about this team. Um, I'll get into some of that coming up here in a moment. But Nikola Vucevic, uh, just a masterful performance. Uh, Again, um, the Magic are asking way too much of him. 27 points, 10 for 21 shooting, uh, 15 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 steals, 2 blocks. Uh, By all accounts, this was not a a horribly efficient game from Vucevic. 10 for 21 is not... Great, it's not bad for for high volume. Um, five for nine free throw shooting, which was a huge problem for the team in general. Um, you know, Magic missing. Uh, you know, again, and when the margins are this small, the Magic going twelve for twenty two from the line. It's ten missed free throws and a nine point loss. And granted, this game was really like a twelve to fifteen point game for most of the most of the contest. Um, but those those free throws hurt. Missing those free throws hurt, and, and the Magic have to make free throws. But um, I, I I honestly like. I'm picking nits. If I'm at, I'm saying, you know, hey Vucevic, you got to do this a little bit better. You got to do this a little bit more. The dude was was dominating Portland on the inside, as I imagine he will try to do against a, an, an undersized Golden State team on Thursday. I would expect another big game from Nikola Vucevic come Thursday. Uh, but I don't know what more we're supposed to ask of of Vucevic at this point. Um, I don't know what more he's supposed to do. Um if if that makes too much sense. Um I think that he uh I think that he I mean he obviously dominated the post. He read pick and roll he read the pick and rolls really well. He read the the, the doubles coming for him really well. Um and you know, he played the again, he played the entire second half. I mean, I, I don't know what more he's supposed to do. Um this isn't like a, a Trace McGrady where he's just so transcendently good that he alone can help a team win. That's that's not the kind of player that Nikola Vucevic is. But this is a season where the magic just don't function when he's out there. Um, you know, I hate to say it, like with the with the how depleted the roster is. Him saying, you know, the Magic thought they could win the game, they were in the game, uh, and him telling coach, "Hey, I feel good, leave me in," and that being, uh, I know a lot of people criticize that decision. But under the context of the Magic are trying to win games, that was rational. The Magic were not winning this game if Nikola Vucevic sat. Um, And that's obviously a really difficult place to be. Um, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that that's ideal. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that the Magic should do this with Vucevic the entire rest of the season. I don't want to see this happen again. Um, The Magic went all in for this win and lost it. but again, was not for lack of trying, uh, and so, so I, I think that I, I don't think we could ask more for from Nikola Vucevic. Um, he, I, he's he's having an all star season. He may not be an all star simply because of um, he may not be an all star simply because of the Magic's record, um, which is continuing to sink. Uh, but. Vucevic deserves every bit of praise that that everyone's giving him. That dude, that dude is doing everything he can to help this team win. Terrence Ross finally breaking out of his funk as well. 22 points, nine for 18 shooting, two for seven from beyond the arc. Again, when the Magic were the Magic were doing two things in, this, in the fourth quarter, especially Nikola Vucevic post ups or Terrence Ross curls. That, that, that was the offense. That was it. Um, you know, obviously the the play package is limited when Frank Mason is running point guard, which he's going to have to if Cole Anthony is missing any time. Uh, and, uh, Clifford hinted also that Dwayne Bacon could be a, could be a playmaking guy uh, for the team, which, uh, I guess we have to. Um, it's, Dwayne Bacon doesn't pass the ball, that's, that's why. Uh, but, yeah, it's, Ross did everything he could today too. And it was good to see him break out of that funk. The Magic are going to need him to be the human torch if they're going to survive this, if they're going to get through this. Uh, and I thought that he did some, some great things throughout the course of the game. Um, Really, again, not a lot of great performances. James Ennis, 16 points, 5 for 9 shooting, 3 for 5 from beyond the arc. Did some good things as well. Um, played good defense. You know, again, just James Ennis is James Ennis. He's not really uh, an impactor or a playmaker. I mean, when you look at the magic, um, 22 assists on 37 field goals. It's solid, but not great. Certainly need a little bit more. Uh, Chumo Kiki deserves a lot of praise, too. 27 minutes in the game. I think that's a career high. Only um, Only two points. 1-for-5 shooting, over for 3 from beyond the arc. So he hasn't quite gotten his, his offensive game up to speed. Um, but I really liked how he fought. Um, his defense was really solid all night long. Um, Carmelo Anthony rooked him a few times. He caught him on a few pump fakes and a few sweep-throughs that, that, caught, that caught some fouls. And Okiki had those three fouls and they were all rookie mistakes. But he really fought Carmelo Anthony the entire game. And I think for a rookie coming in to play a guy like Carmelo Anthony... Um I think that that is that's really impressive., um, you know, he really took on that challenge. I thought he played with great energy. It's no coincidence that he was one of the few players with a positive plus minus, uh, which for as much as that matters, you know, plus two. Um, I, I thought Okiki played really, really well. It's really, really encouraging game from him uh, as he continues to get himself back into the swing of things. Dwayne Bacon had eleven points on four for 12 shooting, uh, you know, typical Dwayne Bacon game, uh, minus twenty on the plus minus, if for those that care. Um, you know, again, Bacon tends to do four things, not a great passer, um, but uh, but uh, I, I thought that he's doing okay. I mean, he's doing what you expect him to do at this point. Frank Mason with 11.7 rebounds, four assists as well for the Magic. Orlando shoots 42% from the floor, so not a great shooting night. 11 for 35 from beyond the arc, 12 for 22 from the, three, from the foul line, so Orlando left a lot of points on the board, but... Give the Magic defense credit. As bad as the offense played, Orlando's defense was really engaged in this one, playing some, with some good energy. And if they do that, they're going to steal a win here or there from someone. They're going to beat someone if they play defense the way that they play defense on Tuesday night. Portland shoots just 38.9% from the floor. 18 for 46 from beyond the arc. Portland is a team that takes way too many threes. Um, that is part of their deal. Um, 18 of their 35 field goal makes worth three-pointers. So a lot of three-pointers from them. Uh, Gary Trent Jr. with 15, Damian Lillard with 36, but on 9 for 22 shooting. Carmelo Anthony with 23. Um, those were the guys that were scoring all the points. Anthony Simons had 11. Those were the guys scoring the points. Um, so Portland's a weird team because they take so many threes. Um, you know, Damian Lillard obviously puts a lot of pressure on defenses. They're not a big paint team. Um, Orlando did a good job. And, and, and again, if the Magic had their full complement and they played with this kind of energy, they probably would have won this game this this whole thing is really about how undermanned and how how the magic just don't have enough to compete consistently right now. I mean they, they needed a bad game from Portland essentially um, to, to even think they had a chance um, and that's just a really impossible situation. Um, it's an impossible situation to analyze and it's frankly an impossible situation to to play in uh, and, and expect much of anything and that's really what we're seeing play out for the Orlando Magic this year. We'll talk a little bit more about that and hear from the team coming up in just a moment. But first, bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. Bet online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time, updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Don't forget to use that promo code locked on for 50% welcome bonus.
1: Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: March Madness is a few months away. It's actually a month away. The future of the NBA is on display right now. I'm actually, actually watching G.E. and recording this podcast. Get a head start on next year's draft analysis by subscribing to Chad Ford's NBA Big Board Podcast. Draft guru Chad Ford has his first big board of the year out with profiles of Cade Cunningham, Jalen Suggs, Evan Mobley, and more. Get to know those names, folks. I'll, I'll add a few more. Jonathan Kuminga and Jalen Green. Subscribe to Chad Ford's NBA Big Board Podcast wherever you get podcasts. Asking a player to play 24 straight minutes to play an entire second half is unusual. It's something that's reserved for the playoffs. Um, I I could hear everyone collectively saying, why didn't the Magic play Nikola Vucevic 24 minutes in game four of the the playoff series against the Bucs? The, uh, the outcome of that series could have been a little bit different if, if that were the case, for sure. Because the Magic were definitely, uh, definitely competing in Game Four when Vucic sat at the start of the fourth quarter of that that game, that game. But a, a regular season game, you know, more a little bit more than a quarter of the way through, on the road, no less. That's that's not typically the time that you see a player make that kind of commitment or a team push all their chips in in that way. But really, Nikola Vucevic's decision to, to go through the fatigue and to to try and play this way, uh, his decision to do that was not selfishness. It's It's a team trying to win. And it's done out of necessity because this team has run out of weapons. This team has run out of Players it can turn to. This team has run out of options to just be competitive. Playing Nikola Vucevic as much as they played Nikola Vucevic was frankly necessary. Um, Again, if, if the goal is to win, if the goal was to win, the Magic have to play their best players. And right now, their best players are on the bench. Four of the Magic's five preferred starters, or expected starters, are now injured. Jonathan Isaac's obviously been out with a torn ACL the entire year. Marco Fultz towards ACL um, early in the season. Aaron Gordon's out with a severely sprained ankle. Evan Fournier missed the game with back spasms. Nikola Vucevic is the only player on that's starting on this Magic team that was ever meant to be a starter. That's that's the fact here. And it's really difficult to play with all those injuries. And then Cole Anthony goes down with the shoulder strain. And again, you're stretched... So thin. What is a team supposed to do? How is a team supposed to function with all these injuries? The team's going to try. They're going to try and go out and win every game. uh, As they should. But it's... It's really hard. It's really hard. To... Expect much from this group playing this way or playing with the players they have available. Again, the Magic lost Tuesday night not for any lack of trying. The effort was there. They gave themselves a chance to win the game, making it possible for the Magic to ask Nikola Vucevic to do what's so difficult to do. To play all those minutes. To to not have the customary rest that a player would have. But even the team's best efforts just aren't enough. It's going to take multiple players having very good games just to compete against, you know, quality opponents. You know, I sit here and talk a lot about the playoffs, and more than anything else right now, that's a standard more than reality. The Magic played well enough on Tuesday but it's it's not enough it's just not enough right now and asking these players to to have to fight through this keep their heads up still fight for something is i mean they deserve a lot of credit They're going to deserve a lot of credit to get through this season and the Magic have to find a way to to get their guys back. Uh, They have to find a way to to just find some stability again uh, and find a way to compete. It's it's really that simple. But what the Magic are asking their players to do is is simply impossible. The situation the Magic find themselves in is simply impossible. An impossible situation, playing without four of your five starters in a season that gives them little time to prepare with a shortened training camp, uh, a season where there's constant games and no stopping. Um, you know, again, there's just just no time to breathe, no time to practice, no time to get these groups to learn how to play together, to just shift how you want to play. You've got to spend games trying to figure that out. And I know some people have been complaining about the team's pace. Guess what? That's how this team needs to play if they want to win. Slow the pace down. Play through Vucevic. This team's not winning any other style. And that's still the goal, is to win. To be sure, the Magic have to play better. Um, You know, Steve Clifford kind of says that, you know, kind of blanket statement when the team doesn't play well and saying, you know, to win in this league, your best players have to play well. And play, play well. Like, at the end of the day, that's what it takes. And yes, the Magic have to play better. But this whole situation is just, frankly, impossible. This whole situation is too much for any team to handle. Being down four or five starters. No one could have seen this coming. As much as it's easy to, to, to point the finger at things, this is just chance at this point. The injuries are, are not something that anyone could plan for. They're random. And this year, the Magic rolled the dice and came up craps. Could the front office have signed different guys or prioritized different things in the offseason? Sure. But the core guys were not going to change. And they're all injured. Can Steve Clifford do a better job adjusting and being a little bit more flexible? Sure, absolutely. It's one of his big weaknesses, and I think that that weakness is on fully on display here. I, I, I don't deny that. This is a season that I think has tested everything uh, about Steve Clifford um, and has again, expose all his weaknesses, but this is a season that I think all of Clifford's weaknesses are are, are, are what you need to survive. Um, so again, no one's at fault and everyone's at fault here. And the Magic are probably going to be able to say, like, look, if it weren't for these injuries, we would have easily been competitive in the Eastern Conference. And I think they do have a point. The season's also exposed plenty of weaknesses in how the Magic are constructed. Their lack of shooting uh, and lack of prioritizing shooting, especially off their bench, has made that margin for error too small. Um, The Magic, again, you can't plan for all the injuries the Magic have had. But the Magic are missing key guys to make this roster work, even when they're at full health. And and I think we all know that, and I I think everyone can sense that. And again we haven't seen this team at full strength to bake any of these conclusions. The unfortunate reality is that as the Magic continue to drift toward the bottom of the standings the Magic aren't going to learn very much. The Magic aren't going to learn very much about anything. That's the reality, unfortunately. But the games keep going. and The Magic have to find a way to play better. The Magic have to find a way to compete. The Magic have to find a way to win. Unfortunately, this might well be the best they have. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find us on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, you're tuning in, him Google Play, Spotify, and all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. So you can find me on Twitter at philip md. And of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter, of course, at omagicdaily. That's good dude for me today, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic, this has been Philip Ross Mike. We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked On Match.
1: Hey, A prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad free on Amazon Music.